0: It is Monday, July 15th, and this is The Rally. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rally. Granton wilkes came away empty-handed yesterday. Despite carrying a lead into the eighth inning, they fell 5-3 to the Syracuse Mets. Railriders got a run in the first inning on consecutive doubles from Tyro Estrada and Tyler Wade, Syracuse, they needed to wait until the fifth inning before tying it off of Brody Kerner. Ben Heller got the start. One inning, nine pitches, two strikeouts. Heller was great in his third rehab appearance with Scranton-Wilsbury. Brody Kerner, meanwhile, six innings, one run, and five strikeouts. He was great. The projected starting pitcher had to come out of the bullpen but pitched the second through the seventh innings, really stymieing Syracuse's offense. The Real Riders in the meanwhile... Scored twice in the top of the sixth inning. Zach Zaner's two-run home run made it 3-1. And then the eighth inning came back and was a bugaboo yet again for the Syracuse Mets. Scram Wilkesbury couldn't get out of their own way in the eighth inning on Saturday and Sunday. The eighth on Sunday and E6 allowed Rajay Davis to begin the inning and reach. The next batter up, Arizmendi Alcantara doubled. Ruben Tejada singled home a pair. And Rene Rivera with a two-run home run. Four batters into the eighth, four runs home, and Syracuse had turned a two-run deficit into a two-run lead, 5-3 the final, of victory on Sunday, as Syracuse takes three out of four from scranton Wilkesbury. Yesterday being Sunday, it's our weekly look around the system, and we've got all four guys sending in reports. Matt Dean in Charleston, Nick Flamia in Tampa, John Moses in Trenton, and our very own Adam Marco with the report here in AAA. Without further ado, Matt... It's all yours. With this look at the Charleston River Dogs, I'm
1: Matt Dean. The River Dogs have won two of their last five games in the past week. Heading into Sunday with a 10 and 12 second half record, Charleston's team has gotten younger as the season has progressed. With recent additions of 19 year old shortstop Oswald Peraza to the squad last week, and recently turned 20 year old Anthony Siegler, who's been the primary backstop for the Dogs since June the 10th when he got a surprise call up after he was preparing to get his season started at the short season levels.
2: Oh, it was awesome. Uh, I mean, words can't, can't explain how excited I was, especially uh, coming here and then uh, being able to play in Rome in front of my family. My first game. It was awesome. It was a neat experience. I'm glad my family could be there. I mean, it was, it was electric.
1: Just a year and a half removed from high school baseball, Siegler has hit 203 through his first 24 games with Charleston, but a keen eye at the plate has already drawn 19 walks, good for a 370 on on-base percentage. While the adjustments at the plate have been a focus, last year's 23rd overall pick is gaining invaluable experience working with one of the most hard-throwing pitching staffs in the minors.
2: This is awesome. I think it's actually going to help me in the long run just being able to catch that kind of velo already. It's it's just going to help me improve, especially from a receiving standpoint. But uh, uh, being able to catch them, they all have electric arms, it's it's awesome. I mean, I I wouldn't
1: want to be in a, a, a different spot. I love where I'm at right now. A truly ambidextrous talent, along with switch hitting, Siegler famously switch pitched in high school, a skill he still maintains to this day. On off days, like you said, I always throw lefty.
2: If I'm DHing, if I'm not playing, I always just go out there and try to throw lefty. I'm always throwing, but uh, it's not something that I, I want to do in the future, but I just kind of mess around, just want keep it, to keep it in shape. With this look at the Riverdogs,
1: I'm Matt Dean.
3: With the Tampa Tarpons, I'm Nick Flamia. On Thursday night, the Tarpons swept a doubleheader against first place Dunedin, snapping the Blue Jays' 11-game winning streak. Tampa then embarked on a six-game road trip, and after dropping the opener on Friday, won last night in Port Charlotte, snapping the Stone Crab's 10-game winning streak. The Tarpons have won five of their last eight games and have climbed to within four and a half games of first place in the Florida State League North Division second-half standings. Home run and RBI leader Dermis Garcia was placed on the seven-day injured list on Tuesday, but the position was filled by Mickey Gasper. The 23-year-old was promoted from Charleston and homered in his Tarpons debut. Entering today, Gasper has reached base safely in 10-of-20 plate appearances, going 7-for-17 7 with 5 RBI in 5 games. Shortstop Diego Castillo is enjoying a resurgence at the plate, batting three forty-one over an active 12-game on-base streak. Outfielder Pablo Olivares is it safely in 8 straight games, batting three forty-five in that spin. And switch hitting Oswaldo Cabrera is hitting three sixteen over his last 16 games. Last night, right-hander Gio Orozco tallied a career-high 11 strikeouts while posting seven strong innings in Tampa's 6-4 win over the Stone Crabs. It was Orozco's seventh quality start of the season and his fourth time completing seven innings. New York signed veteran big league reliever Dan Jennings to a contract on Monday, and the Southpaw tallied four strikeouts while yielding a run on two hits in three innings. With the Tarpons, I'm Nick Flamia.
4: With uh, Trenton Thunder, I'm John Moses. Thunder came out of the All-Star break, a four-game series in Redding, and it started with a bang on Thursday night despite a 5-3 loss. Outfielder Matt Lipka hit for the fourth cycle in Trenton's franchise history, completing it with a two-run home run in the ninth inning. 3-1 to Lipka, swing and a high drive to left field. Randolph toward the left field's corner. It is out of here! It's a two-run home run, and Matt Lipka has hit for the cycle. Lipka's game has always been based on speed, something instilled by him from the way his father helped teach him the game as a kid
3: just I just played the game hard like my dad put a big emphasis on that he's a big Pete Rose fan so you know he he played the game hard um, and he just loved the way that Pete played and you know just watching it was just was just so much fun so you know I just like I like for people to be able to watch me and say hey you know that guy plays the game the right way plays the game hard and you know he's going out there and laying
4: it all out there no matter what every day for the Trenton Thunder I'm John Moses. With this look at the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, I'm Adam Marco. In June, with a flurry of outfielders coming back off the injured list, the Yankees optioned Clint Frazier to Scranton-Wilkes-Barre. In 19 games since joining the Railriders, Riders, it's been a slow work in progress for Frazier. He's hitting .227, one homer, and seven runs batted in. Frazier was with the Rail Riders in 2018 and had a relapse of his concussion symptoms after making a diving attempt in Columbus mid-July.
2: I feel good, you know, and obviously one of the hardest things for me since the concussion last year was not trying to create the symptoms in my head without them actually being there. You know, so, you know, last year, whenever I dove for the ball in Columbus, uh, it wasn't the dive that that ended the rest of my season. It was what I was going through prior to that, you know, so the dive was just something that let me know, like. I'm not ready to be doing these this action right now.
4: Since rejoining the rail riders, Frazier's been trying to hone his defensive skills. For whatever reason, was seen as a liability at the big league level, but is now taking pride in the fact that he is working on that aspect of his game to make himself a more complete
2: player. At the big league level, I've shown that I can hit and you know I've shown that you know there's room for improvement in the outfield. So, you know, me and Julio, once we finish this interview right here, we're gonna hop out there and, and do some defense and You know, continue to try to show that I can compete at the big league level in the outfield and and not just in the batter's box. With the Rail Riders, I'm Adam Marco.
0: Big thanks to those four guys for getting their reports into us this week, and thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. You can catch the action tonight as Scranton-Wilkes-Barre hosts the Columbus Clippers for the first time this season. These two teams will square off seven times in the next week and a half. Four games here in Scranton and then three games out in Columbus next week. Rail Riders going up against one of the teams with the very best records in all of minor league baseball in the Columbus Clippers. And the big thing of note is 20-year-old Davey Garcia makes his AAA debut He's been just about the best pitcher in minor league baseball this season. The highest strikeout rate, almost 15 strikeouts per nine innings as a starting pitcher. 114 strikeouts in 68 and two-thirds. He's been electric, he's been dynamic, and we cannot wait to see what he has in store for the International League starting tonight. Pre-game coverage begins at 635 prior to... 705 First Pitch, you can catch all the action with Adam, Marco, and me on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino, follow me on Twitter, I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.